With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not so much once again. Captain Ben Marshall in the studio this morning for Captain Michael Anderson. Not to worry. He will be back next week. My guest this morning, Paul Bristow. Good morning, Ben. Always a good friend of the Real Animals Saturday morning radio show here on 970 WFLA. Hey, it's nice to be here, and thank you, man. It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's we're talking off the air, and we got to catch up on the air. It's it's, uh, windy. Already. You know, you can hear it in the trees, and when you can hear the wind in the trees at at 6 in the morning, that's going to be a windy day. Well, and we're a mile or or two crow flies from the water, and up on land it's blowing like that. It's... It's so confusing um, <clears throat> for a lot of folks because, as we talked this morning, you know, I, I used to default to NOAA because a lot of the local weather get their weather from NOAA. Right. And uh, NOAA has a, a Ruskin uh, base. They do, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's right by my place. Yeah, so. You know, it's it's kind of neat that we have a National Weather Center right near us, uh, but do they get it right all the time? Oh, well, on the, on the wind part of it, we do, and I copied it from Mike, we do... Uh, uh, pro wind finder apps right and um they're rarely wrong and i i searched noah uh thursday uh looking for you and i wanted to uh to go out yeah you know after the show this morning and when i looked at noah's eight to ten out of the east and i guess that's what some other people looked at when you go to a pro wind app it's 20 mile an hour sustained out of the east gusting to 29 and 30. Yeah, and you know what Ben, you can already tell it's more than 8 to 10. I mean, no, just it's not just eight yeah, to 10. oh yeah, no 8 to I mean. 10 is a it's, breeze. It's, it's already windy. worse. And we saw plenty of boats on the way in, uh, you know, they look like they're headed for the yeah. ramp. Well, we're near one of the most popular ramps in Tampa Bay and and uh, you know, I'm sure guys can tuck away. The the nice thing about Well, it's Tampa an east Bay wind. Is, yeah, but but it's still that's still hard. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. even from Gandy, you don't have a lot east. No. <laughs> Everybody it's wants to go. Tough. Well, if you want to go to Weeden, you got to go straight across. So. It's still, and then tough. you got to come back. Yeah, no, and 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 often the return trip is the worst part of it, you know. Yeah. So, so no, it's it's been, and actually, it's been a, a windy spring all year. It was um, a windy fall. Yeah, it's a, been the windiest year. And I'm talking to some of the guys that spent some time with Jamie Goodwin, he's like. The guys in Boca Grande are all looking at 30 and 35 foot boats wow. now just to be able to fish. Wow. Well, and and that pass can get nasty anyway. Oh, Even yeah. without a wind, it can get Especially nasty. Especially with a, with a hill tide. Yeah, yeah, that's awful. How's how's things going? Mike did tell me that 20 miles out is haired over with kingfish and blackfin tuna. You know, 25 we, pounders. We, we've had uh, at the piers, it's been, I would say it's been an up and down um spring some some fantastic days we've actually got some some fish that are a little ahead of schedule i think mangrove snapper men are, are a little ahead this year well that's if you're catching them they're way ahead of yeah schedule. yeah they're ahead of schedule um and we've had a few really big kings we've had uh several fish over 40 pounds and and some over 50 already this spring 
So so that's been great. Now those days are are not every day. And they're landing those fish. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and that's with a lot of don't, people around. That's tough to do. Don't you have to get lucky? They have to go away from you. I mean, if they come, everything's got to go perfect. Everything's got to go perfect. <laughs> if they go under you, you're not stopping them. No, no, and everything's got to go perfect with that. You know, luckily, you know, they spend so much energy on that first run, Ben, that, that often by the time they're coming to the gaff, they are tired. And, and that's, I think, that that's just how they fight. They just take off. And, and there's a lot of energy lost there, but it's still hard. It's still hard to land a fish I, like that. I know you're quite the student of, uh, and you get offered all kinds of things out there from all walks of folks that eat different kinds of fish and stuff. Do you eat, do you like kingfish? I do, you know, and I love the dip. Um, in fact, uh, a buddy of mine that uh, that's a that's a peer staffer, James, made some dip, and I just, I love kingfish dip. I just love it. Well, smoked fish dip is is pretty yeah, good stuff uh, yeah uh, uh, now, jeff, jeff hageman's dad taught me years ago i i grew up um in high school i was a mate on a kingfish charter boat flying tiger out of bradenton which uh, yeah captain wilbur johnson was was the kingfish guy and um i ate it everywhere they used to wrap it in cabbage and bacon and bake it or broil it and do all this Boy, different stuff see i would love that but I now i would love that mr hageman senior ted hageman taught me to uh cut the tenderloins out you know you stake them right so then you just cut the tenderloin there's just a round piece of meat there that's the tenderloin like the yeah. back strap on a deer yep and uh my wife would uh like lightly bread that in cracker mill or whatever and and do uh, white wine caper sauce oh because and that's that's really good meat but yeah. you know, any of the pelagic fish it's like ducks and dove that fly and migrate those pelagic fish swim all the time yeah. it's gonna be a pretty strong bloody meat yeah, but but if you if you do it right, it tastes great, and and that that sounds like a great way to do it. I I've not done what you mentioned, but I would love that. I have grilled it many times. It needs to be fresh too. Uh, yeah, I don't think it freezes well. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of the mackerel don't freeze that great. Uh, I think I, I don't think mullet freeze great. I think no. mullet fresh is a completely different fish than. I would agree, and, and you know, same with trout. Um, you know, Ben, that the it's nice that snapper and sheephead they freeze pretty well. But, but I think when you get uh, certain meats, they just don't freeze as well, and they, and they don't taste as good then. But, now, just, but, just uh, let's say a month ago, uh, Rick Gross down in Anna Maria was just slamming the sheephead. Did y'all have a big sheephead? They were, and so, actually, so was Mike. You know, Mike. we did. We did. We, we had a, a heck of a year on sheephead at the piers, and, and it was weird because I think the weather was so up and down that we extended the spawn. Um, they had eggs even just a few weeks ago. Now the bite is not as good on the sheep's head. Now the snapper are, are coming on, and and that's great, you know. And, and and as are the porgies and the grunts, you know, which are the you know some of the other reef species that will go good through the summer. But uh, but the sheep's head bite lasted a long time, and and I, they're so excellent to eat. I heard Cap Mike talking uh, with Dillard of uh, Hubbard's Marine last week. Uh, yeah. I believe it was last week they were talking about uh, the marine fisheries or whomever it is was looking at mangrove snapper restrictions and tightening up and closing season stuff. I was like, that's the one fish in Tampa Bay and offshore that there seems to be a plethora. There's just plenty of them. There's tons. In they're fact, all over the bay. And they're in the ports. They're yeah. they're in the upper bay. They're around the Gandy. They're around the Howard Franklin. Um, uh, 
Richard Seward, I, I, I told you about it one time. He did the radio show and wanted me to go afterwards with him to, in the heat. It was like June or July. Yeah. And he went here to the Gandhi, and it's like in, in less than an hour, they had two of them had their limit. <laughs> You know, you know, and, and we, we, we do, we get a ton of mangrove snapper and, you know, Ben, even the grouper, even the gags, we have so many gags that are, you know, just short or just over all year long that I just, I'm not sure that we know what the numbers are on these fish. And I, I know they try and study it and I get that you want to preserve the resource, but, but I'm not sure they know what, what, what well, the numbers are. We can, who the... We can get in a lot of debate over that. You know, oh, we were out. Well, we could talk about trees in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were out. I was out of the Cody River yesterday in a in an event, and um, you know, there's been a lot of good catches of the small male snook, where a lot of the guys are catching, you know, twenty, thirty, or even more. Yeah, uh, chumming in one place, and then we're talking about the small males, you know, up to uh, maybe twenty inches or whatever. One thing, and had a captain on board that I hadn't fished with before and he was talking about is one thing I hadn't seen is we were catching 12 inch long snook huh. one right after another there's all these they're beautiful fish they look like they ought to go in an aquarium yeah. but just almost like a little largemouth bass right you yeah know? but just one right after another wow, these little guys. I haven't neat. seen that many of those little guys hey that's good well you oh, know grow up I mean yeah you know. oh and they will and they will you know and and most people are are careful about the resource and 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 everything like that uh i'm just not so sure that we know what the science is on a lot no, of this stuff no well it's hard anymore to attract good scientists into that field with yeah pay and and all yeah. that stuff heck so. we need more enforcement even you know as the, as that goes oh they're so they're stripped so thin yeah like it's going on that we, we do support the fwc so give us a call this morning give us a fishing report hillsboro 990-9352 pinellas Seven two seven four six one nine three five two and toll free one eight hundred nine six nine nine three five two. Got a lot of business to do for Mike, but I don't think anybody's really up yet. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll go through you know, some he, of that. He gave you a list of stuff to read, and and, and I'm sure that that <laughs> that'll take some time. I can't wait to hear from Ron this morning from Ron's tackle box. Yeah, see yeah. how the freshwater thing's going. Yeah. You know? Does the wind? Does the wind? Uh, deter people up on the bridge like it does us at the boat ramp you know ben it it hurts your fishing style and it hurts how you can watch your line and how you can present a bait finesse um, you know yes, you're not a lot of finesse. yes yes it, now the nice thing is at the pier is that you can at least you know you can get out and we do get a lot of people when when boats can't go and especially even you know when some of the big boats like hubbards can't go they'll go to the pier and 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 you at least can fish but yeah it hurts it it wind is a difficult thing for fishing and and it it actually spurs some bites but it just makes it harder to present a bait you know what i mean doesn't it uh those bad blows at night affect your shrimp deliveries yes yes absolutely in fact i think for every bait store in this area um you know we were talking before we went on air uh, how it's been this year, and, and, and that's been tough. I mean, it, it's hard when you can't get out to get bait, and then, you know, you're trying to run a business, and people want that bait. It's difficult, and, and this has been a tough year, not even just the spring, like you said, but the fall, too. So so it's been a tough six months. Well, we've got guys showing up 
I say guys, I, I haven't seen any ladies doing it, but uh, we've got folks showing up with these bait, floating bait houses now. Even at uh, Hula Bay, there's one there now. Yeah. And these guys are making the run to the Skyway or to the beach or whatever. Yep. They're down at Kingfish Ramp. Um, I, I haven't seen them myself. They say there's uh, selling bait out in front of Cockroach Bay. I don't know how yes. these guys are doing it, though. I mean, yes. Well, you know, and, and I see some of those guys, Ben, and, and it's, it's a hard business, but yeah, they do it. And uh, th- there's a few in front of the uh, Manatee River that, that, that sell. But uh, but some of those yeah, days are difficult. Yeah, that's true. There's one pretty regular guy that's yeah. right there in the Manatee River. Yeah, yeah, but that's a hard, that's a hard business. <laughs> that's a hard <laughs> business. Yeah, you know, it really is, and 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 we we're fortunate. The peers we we we've got a few guys that that just know bait so well that we often get it even when other people can't. But uh, but to say that this year has been difficult is is giving it short justice. It's been a tough year for bait. It's been a tough year for wind. Period. Yeah, that wind and uh, beats your boat to pieces. Real Animals 970 WFLA, Captain Ben Marshall in the studio this morning with Paul Bristow. We'll be right back after this. We are back. Captain Ben Marshall in the studio this morning for Captain Michael Anderson. Not to worry. Just a little R&R for Captain Mike. He's been avoiding the wind also. Paul Bristow in the studio this morning. Hey, always nice to be here, Ben. Always nice to be here. Lots of fishing. We were hoping to go fishing, but uh, just not going to mess with that wind. Give us a call. Give us a fishing report. Hillsboro, 990-9352. Pinellas, 727-461-9352. And toll free, one 800 nine six nine nine three five two saw a lot of boats headed out paul i just don't i worry about those guys i there were you know but but like you said you know you can tuck away some places it's just it's just going to be hard it's just tougher you know we were talking off air um about fishing at the pier when it's windy and you can do it and you can produce but it's just it's just more difficult that's just really wanting to go fishing no matter what you know yeah yeah. I'll do a little business here, Paul, for Captain Mike. Yep. Tuesday, April 24th, this Tuesday, Moss Nissan Fishing Conversation, 7 to 9 p.m. Captain Dave Blanchard, who was in the studio with me last time I was here, Pump the Pumpkin Jigs guys will be his guest. Frank Frankie's Patriots Barbecue, Clearwater, is doing the food. Mike says it's amazing. I haven't tried it yet. Mike will also have goodies to give away as well. May 12th. We were talking about this, Paul. Lazy Days, Real Animals Meet and Greet from 11 to 3 p.m. with Captain Mike. Nice. Along with the legend, Mike Mahoney, Dylan Hubbard, who's becoming a legend, Vance Tice, who's also a legend in the Tampa Bay area. Yes, he is. All doing a seminar with Tampa Bay Fishing Club, South Shore Anglers, Coast Guard Auxiliary, CCA, Reeling Freedom, Bull Bay Rods, all on hand, and Mirror will be doing lure demos in the pool. Cool. Barracuda Cast Nets will be doing cast net demos. Frankie's Patriot Barbecue will be there as well. And uh, Captain Rusty and his amazing smoked 
mahi fish dip with samples and some on hand to purchase. That's good stuff. Man. We like the dip. I nice. like a little oh, crystal hot I sauce too. with that. I've got to have a little hot sauce Yes. Oh, I, I like to put a drop on that, <laughs> but it's man, that's great yeah. stuff. He says uh, we'll be uh, raffling off a trip with Captain Mike and have lots of raffle prizes as we raise money for our friends at Reeling Freedom. Good time for the whole family. $1,000 giveaway Saturday at Moss Nissan. Register between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Food by Johnny's Pizza. Go buy and register. He's got, nice. He's got a lot going on. This lazy. Man, it's a ton of How stuff. How about this lazy days thing, man? That's I'll tell be... you what, man. And that's, you know, everyone sees that when when, when you're heading towards Orlando, but, but they've got some of the best stuff that you could buy anywhere in the whole country. Oh, I, I mean, it's I, amazing. I, my wife and I bought a used uh, fifth wheel from them that, that I still have, and yeah. it, was, it was a fantastic experience. Yeah, that's they, neat. Lazy Days has been around for a while because they got it down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they'll it's, feed you. They go, hey, hey, let's take a break. Go to the kitchen and get something. It's the nice thing about Florida, right, Ben? You can fish and eat wherever you go. Oh yeah. That's, um, that's and hey, you mentioned Dave Blanchard. Uh, boy, for guys that like big sharks, Blanchard is just top notch. I mean, he he he's fished more big sharks than pretty much anyone in the area. Uh, so so pick his brain. He's 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 a brilliant fisherman and, and a great guy. He really loves it. He uh, he retired from his first career and then took yeah. on his second career. And yeah, he was in auto in, in the automotive industry. Yeah, for a Firestone. Long time. Yeah. I think it yes, was retired was. thirty years. Yeah. Firestone, and, um, and now he uh, he can't decide whether he's a tackle distributor, manufacturer, or a guide. Or guide. <laughs> well, he says there's not enough time to do both one hundred percent. So he's uh, he's he's clicking, he's clicking along about seventy five percent at both. He's just a cool cat. And yeah, he uh, and he's when you can pick a brain like that about about fishing, um, it's it's so valuable. And and like I said, he has so much experience. And 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 for the the few people that really want to target the you know the monster type of sharks, talk to Blanchard. I I don't know anyone better in our area than than I would I, I would say Blanchard's it's top notch. They sure are cool to to fight and stuff. I'm not a real big fan of killing them. No, I I. I in fact, Ben, I don't. I don't think I would ever kill a big shark again. I, I like to eat a little black tip every now and then. Uh, yeah, and then lemon. When I was it. younger, lemon shark, black yeah. tip. Uh, I've caught them down in uh, Ten Thousand Islands and actually ate black tip. Was yep. pretty good. Small ones. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd have to look the regs up on that. I don't even know what the you regs know the are. lemon actually you can't take anymore. The black tip you you can take. You're not supposed to take a spinner under fifty four. And, you know, the spinner is the greater black tip. The most common is the lesser black tip that we have tons of. You can take one of those, and that's a great eating shark. And and and, uh, and it's small, and you don't have to go through an hour of cleaning. If you bag a big shark, you're in for a whole day. It's it's like bagging a deer. You know, I mean, you're, you're working. Yeah. You're working. I, I'm not a big fan of, of killing a big shark, yeah, especially I, the really big ones. You're yeah. talking about a really old creature that's yeah. been... Uh, part of the food chain for a long time and a survivor exactly i i think i'm i, I don't think i would ever take a big one again and i've, I've a, taken a one or two but i i wouldn't do it again i've had some uh, pretty big ones on during tarpon season because they're <laughs> they're right in there with the tarpon obviously and they will they'll grab a thread fin just just like a tarpon will. yep yep and um, I've had some really nice sized ones on coming by the boat and making my wife really nervous. The, yeah, the big they, bulls. And, oh, yeah. geez, and they're so thick. The bulls are just so thick. But uh, you know, the cool thing that that Blanchard does is, is they go off and clothe. So uh, he says a lot of their big shark strikes you see 
so you get to watch it take, which is that's really neat. I mean, that's a neat thing well, to watch fun that with animal. Any kind eat. of fishing, that's yeah. you know, sight fishing for redfish. In the when we were fishing the pro redfish tour, that's the biggest thing is when you can throw it out there, twitch a DOA or yeah, power bait. Uh, jerk bait or something like that and see the redfish see it and go attack it so yeah that's like a combination of hunting and fishing so exactly um, exactly and hey speaking of doa they have got that new that uh, uh soft top water bait that's really a cool thing almost like an old cody top water uh, soft bait i don't know if you've seen that but it's a neat lure i got a bag full of them and Did i haven't you? thrown one yet it kind of uh, looks like a dog dog feces it does <laughs> <laughs> like it came out of a large poodle maybe if real you animals got a bunch of free ones i gotta figure that out how yep. to get to that man <laughs> real animals 970 wfla we'll be right back after this with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Real Animals, Saturday morning on 970 WFLA. It looks like we might have a couple of calls here. Cool. Hello, are you there? Nobody on the line? Nope. I'll try it up here. I, I got, yeah, I see Real some, Animals, some yeah, I see something you. going on there. Let's see. Anybody on the line there? Hey, I'm here. <laughs> oh, hey, All right. Ron. Hey, Ron, Ron Stackerbox out here in L.A. Hey, Ron. <laughs> L.A. Yeah. How what, you guys doing this morning? We're doing good. Good, good. How about yourself? Doing great. Beautiful weather this morning. Yeah, yeah. a little windy over here. Well, so far we're still pretty calm here, but I think I'm sure it'll pick up a little later. Yeah. You know, you know the nice thing is, Ron, is uh, you know, if being in Florida, if if you have really bad coastal weather, you can always go inland and do some freshwater stuff. Absolutely. There's a lot of areas you can get out of the wind here. But there is some, you know, some of the shallow lakes are worse. Some oh, are they? Lakes. They get whipped up? Yes. A lot of white caps. There's a couple like uh, in Auburndale, Lake Ariana. It's always blowing over there. Yeah. For some reason. But uh, there's a lot of great places around here to fish that you can get out of the wind or fish on a pier. How's fishing been? Fishing been really good. A lot of shell crackers. Nice. Shell crackers are on real good. Bluegills are mixed in with them. A few specks still lingering around, but mainly the shell cracker. Yeah. Hey, that's neat. That's neat. Hey, Ron, last time you and I talked, we talked about uh, the different species of, of bluegills and shell crackers and sunfish. Yeah. And uh, I, I used your advice and submitted some stuff uh, about them for, for a friend of mine that, that, that writes articles. And uh, and uh, we have so many different bluegill species in Florida. Yeah. It's just kind of neat. It's we're, we're really lucky. Absolutely. There's, there's a big variety of uh, panfish here in general. Yeah. And a lot of native fish. We have some lakes here that are just great native fish lakes. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you guys get any of the non-natives in your area, or there is that is, more more is, south? Yeah, like the Pocostomus. Yes, Pocostomus. They're a, a real nuisance fish. They erode the shorelines. They're do they? Terrible. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, the sunshine bass? Are they all gone now? And no, there's still a few show up. Uh, they don't breed here, but, you know, they were imported here. Yeah. 
in uh, Lake right down here, Lake Haynes. Uh, every once in a while, somebody will catch one and say, what is this? Yeah, sunshine oh, bass. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what, that's a strong fish, too. Oh, it is. Yeah, it really well, it's, is. It's, it's a tough. cousin of the striper. So. Yes, it yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a cross, a hybrid between, a, I believe, a, a, a striped bass and a white bass. That's right. But there is some in these lakes and some of the lakes around here. And they're pretty good-sized ones. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Sure. Ben and I always talk about eating, and Ron, I think <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. I mentioned last time that I that I spoke with you that I uh, I cooked a long nose gar, and right. it was just excellent, right. excellent eating. Yeah, we had a, a bass tournament, my Thursday night tournaments on uh, the South Winterhaven chain this week. Yeah, we had forty-five boats show up. Wow, we fished three and a half hours. That's a great turnout, though. Yeah, six in the evening to nine thirty. And uh, but we they didn't do real well for some reason. Uh, Big Bass was five four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think the barometric pressure was off. And well, we've had high pressure and wind. Yeah. yeah. I don't like That's those high pressures. They caught a lot of small fish, but nothing real big. Yep. Yep. Forty five boats. Now the week before we had forty boats and we caught over a hundred something fish. Wow. You know, and two eight pounders. So. Wow, wow. Now, hey, Ron, as we get into, you know, I guess we're moving towards summer. Obviously, the fish have spawned out. What, What is the bass tactic that, that really you would recommend to people right now? Well, a lot of people fish. So everybody fishes different, and some people fish only one way, which is a mistake. Try to do different varieties of things. Yeah. Top water baits are always good, but believe it or not, even with the water real warm, they're still shallow. Huh. The big fish still hang around in two, three foot of water because they're feeding. Yeah. But in general, during the day, you're deeper fish. You yeah, except fish for deeper. school and shad, the, the food's all around the shoreline if there's That's any right. kind of, yeah. That's right. Well, Ron, tell everybody how they get in touch with you over there. All righty. I'm at 380 South Lake Shore Way, which is 1792 in Lake Alfred out in Polk County. Phone number 863-956-4990. All right, Ron. All good. Always we were waiting to hear from you this morning. Thanks, Thanks for hey, always in. nice to talk to you, Ron. Appreciate it. All right, Ron. I don't know. Somebody on the hotline here? I can't get the hotline. We'll go to Steve in Riverview. Are you there, Steve? Yeah, this is Steve Hoffman. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Morning. Is it, win- is it windy there? Uh, doesn't seem to be. I can't see the... I, before the, gre- the trees grew up across the street from us, I could see the stacks <laughs> from my house, but I can't see them anymore. Um, but it seems to be just okay. But, you know, if the temperature's got to go up to into the 80s today, the wind's going to blow. Yeah, yeah. You know, you St- know, Steve, Ben and I were talking, and, and I'm I'm actually closer to Tico than, than you are. And right. uh, and those stacks were bent. I mean, they were bent when I left at, at you know, at 5 a.m. And that well, when they're bent at 5 a.m., we're going to – it's going to blow. Yeah, if, if they're bent, it's, it's at least 15 miles an hour. Yeah. You know that's 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 a given, and it could be. You know, I, I I've seen it so the stacks were being blown down. Oh, you know, once, the, once it came out, that don't get me wrong. It was you know tropical stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So oh I, yeah. No, I know. No, I'm sure. But but yeah, you can tell when when it blows early, we're gonna get it. And and, and I'm not saying guys can't tuck away because we know they can. But but it's it just makes it harder. Oh, it just I can't I, I can't take the beating anymore. You yeah. know, it's, it, it's great the day you go out, you might catch a few fish, and you think yes. And then you, you know, if you leave, if you do it on Saturday, you wake up Sunday morning and you go, Are you ever going to grow up and be well, a little bit more mature? It's, but it's, it's tough on your boat. You end up breaking stuff. 
Oh yeah, that's true too. You know, you you, you beat stuff up and screws come loose and yep, and you, you know, lose guides that, in your in your rods, your nice rods. Yeah. You you break a guide and it's like oh, ah, jeez, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not work well. I say it's not where you go. You, you know, it's like Captain Mel said, and it's been said a million times. You go fishing when you can go fishing. Right. You know. Uh, yeah, and, the best and, time and, to go is when you can. Yep. In 2010, when it was so cold and the wind was blowing and everything else, at the beginning of the year, just to see what was going on, my wife and I went down to that park in Apollo Beach. Yeah. And the wind was blowing a gale, and the sand was blowing, and there was three guys out there fishing. Yep. And I walked up to them. And there were three separate people. They weren't like they, they were together. They came in three separate cars, and they had nothing to do with each other other than they showed up there to fish. And I, I spoke to all three of them, and the biggest thing was, every Saturday, no matter what, they fish. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, that's – that's and the, the wind was blowing, and the, the tide was way up. You know, it, it could be either way there. The tide could be all the way out. It could be all the way up. The tide was high, and I don't even know how they could hold anything with the way everything was bouncing around. But they were there to fish, all bundled up, sand blowing all around them. No works. I said – more power to you, boys, but that's 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 not me. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny, Steve is is actually I probably know two of those guys, and uh, and one one may have even moved away now, but 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 they just they so enjoy that plant and they are on the fish usually and 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 I always thought I'd beat them there in the morning and I only live about a mile I could walk to it but they always were there first always. <laughs> Listen, guys, on uh, May the third at the Sunset Grill in Ruskin, the South Shore Anglers will have Todd Fouché from Water, uh, Roundabout Watercrafts and Glenn Pla from Angler Town TV. He started a new series since he uh, left the average angler, and uh, the two of them are going to do a joint venture. And they're both excellent fishermen, and they both have tales to tell about some of the places nobody thinks to go fishing. Neat. So... Seven o'clock on the third of May, Sunset Grill. Guys, that's what I got for this week. My time's up. Thank you for yours. Hey, thank you, Steve. As always, thank you. Let me do a little bit, uh, Paul, a little bit again here. Yeah, he's hey, got so you, much got going it, on. Tuesday, April twenty fourth. This Tuesday, Moss Nissan Fishing Conversation, seven to nine p.m. Captain Dave Blanchard from Pumpkin Jigs will be Mike's guest. Frankie's Patriot Barbecue in Clearwater is doing the food. It's absolutely amazing, and Michael have goodies to give away as well. Then, May 12th, Lazy Days and Real Animals Meet and Greet. Uh, it'll be from 11 to 3 p.m. on May 12th at Lazy Days. Captain Mike, along with the legend Mike Mahoney, Dylan Hubbard, Vance Tice, all doing seminars with Tampa Bay Fishing Club, South Shore Anglers, Coast Guard Auxiliary, CCA, Reeling Freedom, Bull Bay Rods, all on hand. Mirror Lure will be doing lure demos in the pool. Barracuda Cast Nets will be doing cast net demos. Frankie's Patriot Barbecue will be there as well. And Captain Rusty and his amazing smoked mahi fish dip with samples. And some on hand. We're going to have to go for it. We're just going to have to go for it. That sounds good, doesn't it? Take our own bottle of oh crystals. Oh, my gosh. You, know, you and me over in the corner, some, some Captain's Wafers, a, a tub of fish dip. Man. Oh man, uh, he'll be raff- Mike will be raffling off a trip and uh, a charter and have lots of raffle prizes as well, uh, raising money for their friends at uh, Reeling Freedom. Good time for the whole family. And at Moss Neats on Saturday, a thousand dollar giveaway. Register between ten a.m. and two p.m. Food by Johnny's Pizza. Go by and register. 
It's got a lot going on. Man, it's a lot of stuff. I'll tell you what, there, really there's, a, there's a few things that pop up. Uh, one thing to talk to Dylan Hubbard about is that there's there's chat now, Ben, that that Noah may be stripped a little bit of its of its regulatory power. And uh, Dylan Hubbard would be the guy to ask about that. Um, they may put more of that fish regulation power under fish and wildlife rather than NOAA. Um, you know, NOAA was really started as a weather advisory board and, and then got into the, the, uh, into the fishing sector. But, uh, but, but there's been talk, and maybe Dylan will even call in today and talk about that. But I've been reading a lot about that lately, and that's been a big, a big topic that they think NOAA might not be the correct you know, sure, I guess regulatory agency for that. I'm sure Dylan will uh, update. Dylan has got his oh, thumb he's on, on the top of it. Of all that, so oh, he, he, like I said, he's right on top of it. Got somebody on the line here I haven't spoke with in a while. Mookie, are you there? Yeah, man. How you guys doing, <laughs> doing Mr. Wilson? Good. What's happening, man? Long time well, no see. Busy. Yeah, I've been busy, busy, busy over here in Polk County, man. Uh, running my own photography business and doing the outdoor stuff on the side for the newspaper. Cool. What cool. about fishing? I've been fishing a little here and there, doing a lot more freshwater fishing uh, since I took over for Dale Milligan back in August over here because, uh, you know, I'm mainly a saltwater guy and freshwater yeah. fished many years ago. But the last nine months, I've been doing a lot more freshwater fishing over here, trying to learn all the tactics and techniques and terminology and seasonal species stuff, and I've uh, been doing real well. So I need to come over there pretty much is what you're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've gotten the, the largemouth bass and the panfish, shellcrack, or bluegill bite specks over here all winter. It's, it's been a, it's been a busy season for me, man. That's cool. Like That's cool, man. School for freshwater fishing. It's like it's like going back to school for freshwater fishing, English composition stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got plenty of water over there. Oh yeah, yeah. As Ron says, man, there's like hundreds and hundreds of lakes over here in Polk County. I don't know how many, maybe five hundred or nine hundred or something. Wow, wow. hundreds. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. you're just probably driving on the road and look at something, right? Right, Michael? And just like, wow, look at that little spot. And, and you just stop yeah. and take a cast or two. Exactly. I keep a bait cast and bass rod in my truck all the time now. And I, if I see something that looks fishy, I stop and pull over and throw a rattle trap or a worm or something out there, man. Exactly. Nice. It. That's cool, man. That's, yep. It, it, yep. It's, it's, we're, we're so fortunate to live in a state like that. Um, that we, I, I think we underappreciate it actually, but uh, but it's yeah. really neat if you if you look at it um, in Florida, you, you've got about every option you could ever look for. Yeah, I used to do the same when I lived near the on the coast. I, I'd see something that looks fishy, I'd get out and go wade fishing, you know, salt water. Yeah, on the east coast, and it's the same thing over here with the lakes, exactly. Uh, hey, you know something? You were you were talking about that new uh, top water bait from uh, DOA. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm I'm up against a break here, Mookie. That's sure hilarious. was good to hear from you. I saw you. him working that. At, I've at, got at a handful of them, and that's funny. exactly what they look like. Thanks for the call, Mookie. Yeah, it's, okay, take care, guys. Real Animals bye. 970 WFLA. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Real Animals Fishing. Uh, we, we've got some good bites going at the Skyway Piers. That I'm probably the guy to talk about that. So, uh, so I would say that the hot bite right now has been 
the mangrove snapper, and, and Ben Marshall and I were talking about this uh, during the break, is that the mangrove snapper seemed to be a little bit ahead of schedule this year, which is probably the warm weather, Ben. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I was uh, I was up north yesterday out of Cody River, and it uh, first thing in the morning it was 71 degrees, and the water warmed up to about 75. That still didn't sound like mangrove snapper temperatures to me. Yeah, and we're we're getting fish already, and actually, Ben, we've we've had them for about two or three weeks. The size is getting better now. Um, you know, you and I were also talking about this. There's a lot of those little guys, the eight nines that you have to let go, which is fine. I mean, they're still fun to catch, and they're pretty as heck. It's one of the meanest fish that swims. They are. <laughs> they really and are. When you clean one, everything on them will poke you or bite you. They, they, they really do. But, but I do think they're a little ahead of schedule, and, and I bet that just a little bit about the water temp. But, but I mean, heck, we could never figure out every, you know, everything official do. But, but it does seem that that the mangoes this year are a little bit ahead. That is, just seems way ahead to me because I usually go by when the when the fry shows up in June and July is when yeah. the mangrove snappers show up. And then that's what they want to eat. Let's yeah. go to a call real quick. Donald and Lutz, are you there? Yes. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, I've got a uh, non-fishing question because I'm supposed to go out with my kayak today, but we, we are not. It's going uh, to be brutal out there. I think but, so. The wind is we, tough, we Don. So. It's tough. That's it. I, I got a, um, a, a boat uh, that I picked up, and I got a new transom put on. And I don't have an engine for it, but I'm getting one uh, today. And I'm going over to the place, and um, it's uh, that uh, salvage place, but uh, they got a good deal on a good engine. But anyway, there's no holes or anything, so everything's got to be drilled, you know, to match the motor. Um, been looking up like marine sealants, you know, because uh, the reason why originally the transom had a replace in the boat because they used the wrong sealant and it rotted out the transom. Huh. So. Um, I don't know if you guys know, or if anybody might know, what would be the correct sealant that I will pick up today. Well, there's a default, and it's 5200. I mean, it's <laughs> that's the default. Uh, that's what commercial fishermen use. Uh, if I had any question about that, I would talk to the folks at Mahoney's. Yeah, I was going to say Mike Mahoney's, who would I who I would ask about that. But uh, but you know, Ben, you, you you do a lot more than that, you know, than I do. Uh, 5200. Yep. I mean, there's. I don't know of anything better now. Mahoney's might know of something better, but 5200's been around forever. And I know. I know. I know a lot of commercial guys, yep. shrimp boats, all that. They keep 5200. You can actually apply it underwater. Wow. And so uh, wow. to to solve some things. So it's. Uh, I think it's a 3M product, as I recall. Uh-huh. 5200. Any right. any marine supply house will have 5200. Okay, excellent. That's a that's a great answer. That's what I was, you know. I, I knew you guys would know. Yeah, the only thing about fifty two hundred with some applications is if you want to readily take it apart, you're going to have some difficulties. But see, putting a, a, a mountain outboard on the on transom of a boat, you're not looking to take that apart anytime soon. No, that that's that's a fact. So. so. But I, if I had any questions, you can give the guys, a, you can call Mahoney's and talk to them. They're a great resource for that kind of stuff. Oh, I know. Absolutely. I, I speak to Tom sometimes and, of course, Mike. Yeah. Tom's a big bass guy. Yeah, he's a bass guy. A <laughs> I, I, I've hung out with Tom a few times myself. Yeah, I've, and, I've uh, fished, he's a fun guy. I've fished, I've fished bass with he's he, he's eight. He's not just a bass fisherman. He's ate up with it. He, he's a great, oh. great <laughs> bass fisherman. Just a, yeah, a great top notch guy. Yeah. And, and Mike is just the opposite. Mike wants to be a hundred miles from land before he stops. 
So they've got Absolutely. it covered. But yeah, if you have any questions, but it's fifty two hundred. I have no doubt about it. All right, excellent. Thank you so much. You ben. got it. Sure. Always good to hear from you, Don. Donald. Great call. Some of the right guys are getting the wind. You know, I haven't pulled up Noah, and I, I will after the next break. I'll take a look at it. But it's just, we saw it. You saw it. If the you trees are tell. moving on land. You, you know what? You can just tell. And, and we, when we walked into the building this morning, Ben, you can tell the trees. already. It's just tough. I. Um, it doesn't uh, mean you couldn't get a fish. You could. I but, feel bad for some of the folks launched yeah. out of Gandy because you're going to have a false sense of, hey, it's okay on this side. Now you get on that other side, it's going to get... Icky. I, we've had some southwest winds that uh, there was even a boat blown up on the rocks about three Jeez. weeks ago at Gandy. That's just a lot of wind. We, we've had so many times this year at the piers where you get this mud line and, and the people say, what do we do? I said, look for clean water. The fish ride the mud line. I mean, they'll they'll feed on it, but but it's just hard. It's just harder. But you can fish it. Yeah. It, it's just harder. It'll turn around. Um it can't stay windy forever, right? No. It'll start getting in. Yesterday, no. I'll tell you what happened yesterday in front of this front that's coming. We had a sea breeze. Yeah. Once it warmed up, we actually had a west sea breeze. So. Which is kind of nice in the afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, a little it breeze is, in the afternoon. Especially when it's, it's not, nice. not in the 90s. Real Animals, Saturday morning on 970 WFLA. We'll be right back after this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 